Silver Lining in the Coronavirus, published by Joyce Kavanagh, 23rd of March, 2020. It's very frightening and surreal to think that we or those we love could be harmed or even die from this virus. And being confined and isolated from those we love only heightens the sense of panic we feel and makes all the harder to manage our emotions. The constant reports, news bulletins, and all the possible conspiracy theories that are floating around out there are not helpful. They only succeed in dragging me into a panic that can shut me down emotionally if I let it. I've watched my neighbours rally around, ensure no one is left alone or stranded. And even social media that can often be very negative is filled with positive stories of people pulling together to support one another. Almost hourly, there are posts of communities finding creative ways to demonstrate that no one is alone in this crisis. It's really heartening to see people using humour to lift themselves and those around them to stay the course and see the possibilities that can come from hard times. It's amazing to see how those that find themselves on the front line, the nurses, doctors, truck drivers, shop assistants and everyone else that normally have to fight to be recognised and valued for the work they do, are finally shining through as the real heroes when the chips are down. They're not only are in the front line, but they're there willingly and they put themselves in harm's way without ever being asked in order to keep us all safe and cared for. I really feel that we're in the crisis, we're being handed an opportunity to truly know who we are. When all the running and doing we normally fill our days with has been removed. Some have turned to reading, art, baking, having fun, <laughs> a thing that most of us have forgotten how to do. Spending genuine quality time with those we live with. Each day we're finding more and more creative ways to stay in touch with family members we cannot physically touch at the moment. In some ways it's brought me back to my childhood and aside from the abuse I suffered I do recall a neighbourhood that I grew up in where people looked out for each other. They shared what little they had, left doors unlocked and knew without a doubt that they had someone to lean on if and when it was needed. That time has been offered again as we watch the neighbourhoods find ways to interact with the restricted guidelines. They enjoy being playful, being creative with simple everyday household items and most importantly never forgetting the most vulnerable in our neighbourhoods and society in general. Many of the shops seem to have taken the focus off making money and instead they're looking at ways to get people through this rough time. Their commitment to their staff and customers and making sure everyone is kept safe is reassuring to say. Celebrities and those in positions of influence are pulling together to lift people's spirits through music and positive messages. Again, all with the intention of letting us know we are all in this together. I think it's magical and although at times I still struggle thinking I should be doing something more, I do acknowledge that I'm really enjoying doing the things I like and want to do. Rather than simply doing things mechanically, because it has become my norm. It's really interesting to know that when things I previously thought vital to my life, like going to work, school, pickups, etc., when they're all removed, my world is not falling apart and life goes on regardless. I've returned to listening to music. I nearly forgot the enjoyment I got from it. I'm now taking time to develop a playlist of music that I loved throughout my childhood and teenage years. For as much as I love music, I have forgotten how it lifts my mood and my spirit. Until now, it's just another thing I put off because I was too busy with things I believed were more important. I believe this time is an opportunity to live rather than merely function. 
to relax and realise that regardless of the roles we play, i.e. a mother, a wife, a sister, a friend, we're being given a gift of time. Time that we've all forgotten can be filled with people and things we love. Time to look at how we normally fill our time, stressing about what has to be done rather than what really is important. Time to explore what fills our heart, makes us laugh till our stomachs ache, what moves us to tears. Time to recognise how much we love and are loved by those around us. We're all very familiar with now always been busy, that we struggle when that feeling is removed. If we're lucky, we work really hard throughout the year, hoping to afford a two-week holiday. The holiday that we almost always waste the first week trying to relax with doing nothing and reconnecting with ourselves. And by the time we finally relaxed, it's time to go home. I believe we deserve more than a life filled with a to-do list and deadlines that must be met. The time we spend running back and forth to work, shops, home, all without even being conscious of how we spend our days, weeks and even years. This virus has given us the gift of time to reevaluate our lives, to look and see what fills our soul and what changes we can make to not only survive, but to really live, live a full life of possibilities. I also believe that the gift of time has also been given to our planet. Time to repair the damages we caused. Less people are running around in cars and flying in planes, polluting the air. We're reducing the toxins in the air we breathe especially in our own towns and cities. It's also allowing rivers and lakes to heal, for fish and dolphins to swim in the lakes that were so full of pollutants that it wasn't possible before this outbreak. It's very inspiring that throughout this epidemic, communities have reconnected with what's important. We are all gaining a better understanding of who we are and what matters in our lives. We're selfless in our volunteering, our support for those in our communities that need more help, like the old and the sick. We're seeing the true heroes in our communities come to the front line on our behalf. I hope we all learn to appreciate that material things don't really matter in the end. It's the people in our lives that help us survive and those that we survive for. We do so much better than when we look out for one another. Our lives are richer, more creative, inspiring and thoughtful when we understand that supporting each other is what brings the most joy and happiness in our lives. Through these times, we're being offered a way of swapping the attitude of every man for himself to a deep understanding that we need each other and looking out for others really feeds our souls. I hope when this is over, we all pull together and ensure that the frontline healthcare workers who are literally risking their lives for us and who in the past were undervalued and totally unsupported financially will finally receive respect and the tangible benefit that they deserve. We're now acting like we want to feel. We are acting without expectations of any returns or recognition. And we seem to realise that the only thing that matters is love. Surely our biggest fear shouldn't be will we die, but rather will we know what it's like to live before we do die. The only thing I believe the government are getting right is their constant message of doom is the one where they tell us we are all in this together. You've been listening to the Kavanagh Sisters blog posts. We hope that these blogs provide helpful information based on our personal views and experiences and encourage conversations about these topics that we cover. You can contact us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook or directly at the Kavanagh Sisters at gmail.com.